The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com. Hello, this is Chad Foglin from Sequel Squeal. If you like listening to two jackasses talk about movies and sometimes give some kind of facts about them with a sometimes famous and otherwise awesome guest, then listen to the Sequel Squeal here on the Nerdist School Network. Sure, this week we're the hottest couple, but soon everyone hates us. How many juicy sweatsuits does she need? Ugh, that goatee is so 90s. And pretty soon, the, ho- the movie bombs and the wedding's called off. to the bro a podcast where we bro down, down about loving the OC and talk about our shameless enjoyment of other, other things, things we, we love. love. I'm Roxy. And I'm Ryan. And here we are with episode 20 of season one, the, the telenovela. telenovela. This one's written by Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage. Thank and, goodness. Yeah. Get a, get a lady in there, you know. Balance it, man. And it features Teresa's return, the constant mention of telenovelas, Eddie, uh, saucy Julian Luke encounters, Mm. Caleb showing his true colors yet again, a helpful Jimmy, the mermaid, and we find out Sandy was in musicals back in the day, uh, which I think is just a nod to Peter Gallagher's acting experience. Exactly. He's a wonderfully talented man. Ugh. And thank goodness they brought some of that back in. Yes. Now, if only we could get him to actually sing something. Oh, you know? please. Mm, uh, hint, hint to future episodes. <laughs> just a reminder, you can watch the show on the CW Seed app for... 10 more days. Only a few more days, you guys. CWC is not renewing their contract with the OC, which is wildly disappointing. So fans of you out there who follow the OC on Facebook and all of their absolutely wonderfully ridiculous posts yeah. that they do very frequently, whatever saint that is there, I'm sure is is wildly disappointed. Yeah. Um, yep. So very sad. Very sad. Um, but you could then just watch it on Hulu if you want to watch along with us. Uh, if you don't subscribe to Hulu, just buy the DVDs. At this point, you might as well, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can find, I'm sure, used ones on Amazon for at least $10. Come on, do it up. Uh, you we deserve it. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Um, and, you know, if you like this podcast, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We're also on SoundCloud. You know, listen whichever way you prefer. Like us, you guys. We're very excited today. V excited. V excited to have with us <laughs> a wonderful, wonderful guest, very funny man named Matt Moore. He is the co-writer of a book called Adult Stuff that you should all be buying. Um, he also runs a very funny Instagram called Fake Yoga. You should check that out 100%. He's done a lot of stuff at UCB. Um, he's a performer, an actor. Um, welcome, Matt Moore. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey. Hi. 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 So good to have you here. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Fun. Late night in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. This is early night for me. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Thank you for watching an episode of The OC. Absolutely. What's your familiarity with the show? How did you hear about it or get into it? Or was this your first experience? Uh, Okay. We got to. This is. (laughs) Is a very strange scenario for me. Okay. Uh, oh, I can't wait. Very uh, weird in some ways, not in others. Possibly interesting, probably not. <laughs> um, so I was very cool when this came out. I was a in- <laughs> incredibly uh, arrogant, probably impossible to be around rock and roll person. And so very rock good. and roll. Very wait, good. I was in bands. Back this up. Yeah. Uh, I was in college when this <laughs> show came out, what, 2003? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Homework, friends. <laughs> Do it. Uh, 2003, so I was a junior in college. Dated myself a little bit. Okay. <laughs> but who hasn't dated myself? Uh, You're gifted. You're gifted, man. Use it. Um, and so I was in college when this came out, and uh, the first season it came out i did not care because so i was teens mm-hmm. looking at the sunset i mm-hmm. don't give a rats but can i swear on this of course i don't give a shit about this show Perfect. get real mm-hmm. uh and then my 
uh, senior year, I was living with a, uh, my roommate, uh, and on whatever nights this was on, he wasn't at the apartment after mm. school or after work. He oh. never came home. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. And then finally he came clean and said, I said, where have you been? Where do you go on these nights? He goes, oh, yeah, well, I go over to the sorority, like the, the rich girl <laughs> sorority, like the top of the pops, top of the heap uh, sorority. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching it over there with a room full of girls. Wow. That's awesome. And I was so mad. <laughs> I was so angry with him that he kept this from me. Uh, uh, but he'd been going over there and watching it. And so I wanted to go over there and watch it. Sure. And as I wanted to go over there and watch it, something happened where something at the at the sorority happened where there was a guy who wasn't supposed to be where he was supposed to be. Oh. They no longer let guys watch <gasps> on OC night. Something happened. What? So I never got to watch. But I met a girl who was watching mm. and I was trying to impress her. So I started watching second season okay. and then got roped in and really fell down a rabbit hole. That being said, uh-huh. I haven't seen one episode of the first season. I didn't know why Ryan lived with them. Someone told me, but okay. I didn't really know. Someone told me 10 years ago. Sure. So I didn't really know. So I watched this episode going mm-hmm. in flying blind. Okay. Figured some things out while I was watching it, but got so into it. Before <laughs> I came here, I watched episode. I watched the pilot. <laughs> Nice. I watched the second oh. episode, and oh. I'm three quarters of the way through the third one where his mom shows up. Oh, my and God. Oh, I'm so wait. happy that this happened. And you know what? I picked you up. We had dinner, the three of us. And during the entire time, you you did not let it slip. No, that you I'm, saving it for the, I'm saving it for the ring. Oh love it. Oh, my God. Love it. Oh, thank you That's for staying exciting. true. I'm going to pick a fight in the locker room. I want it happening <laughs> on the canvas. <laughs> On the canvas. Oh, man. Oh. No locker room talk here, guys. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> <Anyway>. oh boy. <laughs> too soon? Too soon. Oh, it's not always soon too soon. It's soon. <laughs> Fuck everything. Uh, well, great. So I hesitated to ask this because you watched other episodes. But, like, what did you think about this episode? How did you like it? Uh, I know we talk about pleasures later, but this soapy garbage mm-hmm. about angsty teens yeah. and, like, um, like popularity, any show or drama dealing with uh, high school age or college kids dealing with popularity mm-hmm. or the social system or the social hierarchy, I will just devour. Oh I had God. a very weird <laughs> high school experience. Not a weird high school experience, but I had a definite Cohen-esque like elementary school and junior high experience where mm-hmm. I was just kind of like a nerd and I was really uncomfortable around girls, blah, 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 blah. I got into high school and suddenly I got really good at sports mm-hmm. and I transitioned from being kind of like this guy who was funny around a handful of friends to being a freshman who was hanging out with the coolest seniors, kind of wow. like dazed and confused. And it was like a very weird, always feeling like, oh man, somebody is going to find out that I don't belong here. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel when I'm watching the show, I feel a little bit like Cohen. So I relate to him really well, sure. but I also understand like summer and being like a popular kid and mm-hmm. having to maintain a, a status within your social hierarchy that you ne- mm-hmm. don't necessarily want to be a part of, but you have to. Yeah. Also feel a bit Ryan. Chip on my shoulder. <laughs> grew up on a farm. Wow. Rich kid's giving me oh, a hard boy. time. I'll punch somebody in the face. Like I have a lot of mixed. I don't feel like Marissa at all. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. I feel Not like that's everybody. Uh, I've Wow. I didn't realize this like really hit so yeah, close to home for you. Yeah, it hits a lot of chords. Wow. You know, and this this episode definitely like hones in on just really all of the elements. It kind of makes fun of itself because literally mm-hmm. the title is telenovela. Like it's yeah. it's like this is the soapiest of soap. You know, teen yeah. teen soap ep. True. Although I don't know, watching it, I felt like ah, is this the telenovela. I feel like there's plenty of weirder, crazier, sillier episodes that also. Des- are deserving of the title. True, but I think for like face value, like sure, just okay. d- just with all of the love triangles and mm-hmm. like just Ugh. the very almost like predictableness of, yeah, of yeah, people's yeah. relationships with one another. Guys, it's... the end of this episode was the cheesiest thing in the world. The oh, phone, the, fo- the, yeah, the the corded phone on the bed. <laughs> Teresa, are you there? Oh, yeah. Teresa, I, 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 did, I did put kissy, kissy, kissy. Oh, so good. Uh, we can talk about this later. Oh. Um, so funny. Uh, so great. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited that this is like this was a big thing for me because wow. I wanted to watch this show, but I never did. 
Excuse me. And um, so this was something that forced me to watch it, mm-hmm. and it made me go like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Well, I got to see how it starts. Why does Ryan live there? <laughs> and then I'm kind of burning through it. And I remember not being enamored with the second season, and I've heard the third season's not great. It's not. But now I'm in, and I'm going to burn this yes. first season down. Oh, I'm going to so get excited. through it. Oh, I That's can't. awesome. That's amazing. I did. Maybe it's too early to say this. Yeah. But I did say right out of the gate watching it, I was like, God, this Peter Gallagher. Oh. What a hunk. He's amazing. Oh, He's right? a real hunk. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. Jeepers yeah. creepers. Yeah. You know, I remember him in uh, While You Were Sleeping. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. always... He was the guy with the eyebrows for a long time. And yep. I, I'd always see him like a character actor. You'd see like, oh, yeah, that guy's in this mm-hmm. show. He's a lawyer in this show. Yeah, don't then, forget Deeds, Mr. Mr. Deeds. Deeds. Oh, he was in Deeds. And a bunch of Broadway musicals, apparently. Well, sure. But, I mean, nothing <laughs> nothing struck a chord as strong as uh, While You Were, were Sleeping. sleeping. Uh, and, uh, do you remember Deeds. he only had one testicle because he was playing basketball <laughs> yeah, with, with a pencil, pencil in his heart? <laughs> <laughs> I always remember that. Even as a kid, it's like, oh, that's oh, bad. But that's a fun joke. That's I like fun. how this works. <laughs> uh, well, you're just you're just right on board with everything we've been talking about for the last 19 episodes. Get at me. <laughs> oh, we are blessed my to have you. God, we are blessed. Hashtag blessed. Um, well, great. Should we go ahead and read let's the uh, do this. episode let's synopses? Jump, let's jump TF in. TF in. That Ryan Marissa thing is more iffy than ever when Teresa hangs in Newport. The telenovela-like Sudzorama overflow with the Seth Summer Follies, the Luke Julie fling, and an insider who may be a threat to the Caleb Kristen Kirsten biz. Can Not I? <laughs> Caleb Kirsten biz. Can I just say why did they throw in the Caleb insider Caleb Kirsten, Kirsten biz? biz? Because yeah. everything else s- is romance. Are they are they smooching on the DL? No. Gross. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uncle, that's your daughter. What was his name? Uncle, um, uh, Sean. Uncle Sean. Uncle Sean. Shaughnessy. Ugh. Yeah, Uncle right. Sean. My favorite moment of Uncle Sean is when they <laughs> zoom all the way in on his face. You can't even see the sides <laughs> of his face. It's just yes. his weird nose. <laughs> And, so and, his, and and like looking into those little like Santa Claus eyes, yeah. he looked like he he might be Santa. The I actor Santa. he plays, he always plays like Santa. fun neighbor dads. You know, he always plays those kind of characters. And mm-hmm. so seeing him as as a villain, some sort of union buster. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> alcoholic union. I'm not buster. buying this, no. Grandpa. No, he thanks. gets us our permits. You know, yeah. any way possible. He, we allude to that. Maybe he does it with a baseball bat. Uh, you know. Yeah. I'm sure anything goes in the OC. This is this now. This is the truth. Um, CW Seeds version says, "Do all people from Chino come with mysterious baggage?" Ryan and Teresa certainly make it seem that way. Oh God! Also, <laughs> by the way, I thought you said doll people instead. Of- I did too, and I was just gonna like. It's oh. an insider thing. I don't get. I'm not in the. I'm episode there's twenty. There's a special. <laughs> there's a special fanfic episode where everyone's a, a claymation doll. <laughs> doll people come into Newport. What? That uh, would be. Kirsten, I'm your father. <laughs> and I'm making doll people. I don't know. I love that we get into the high drama right away with the opening. Uh, Teresa's coming to town, baby. Uh, We've seen her. Did we see her last episode? Yep. We did. That's right, because she came back. We find out she, like, caters as her job, but mostly just to come see Ryan. So last episode, she kind of was a source of comfort for him, which is kind of welcome. Yeah. Away from all the Oliver drama we've left behind. But in this episode... She comes with her own drama. Yeah, which we don't really find out. Uh, well, no, they kind of allude to it they when we see, because when we are introduced to Eddie. Eddie. We're introduced to Eddie from uh, the bad boyfriend from Six Feet Under. Yep. Also the guy from uh, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's show. Uh, Buffy. <laughs> I, I forget the name of Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Buffy uh, the Geller Slayer. <laughs> Great show. Geller the Vampire Slayer. I think Ooh. I said when he, when the first time we see him in this episode, I said, holy towel, because he's just like coming out of the shower in a towel. And I yes. was like, what is what is this? Who's this guy? Very bulky. Suddenly I'm thrown into a, a whole mess of fi- feelings I'm not ready to. Oh. Because I'm all upset. Well, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, he's a, hands- a good looking man. He's a yes. handsome dude. No one's going to yep. deny that. Sure. But. 
I thought that she was like on the reel. Mm. She's coming in. Ryan's mm. having mixed. But then there's another dude involved right at the gate. I'm just, I was already just like, all right, I'm out. Ow. <laughs> I'm out. Ow. Oh. Mount Moore is there's out. Too much, there's too many unnecessary circles going on. I'll keep yeah. watching. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into this. Uh, you know, uh, Ryan, Teresa, Eddie, uh, Marissa. Too many similar names here. Uh, I, I keep wanting to say Marisa. <laughs> oh. Like, because Teresa, Marissa, like, in my brain oh. kind of go together. Can, can uh, three I, syllable names. Can yeah. I say two things? Yeah. One, am I here for telenovela because I'm the only uh, Hispanic person you know? No, mm. you're not the only Hispanic person Am I Hispanic coming in here for some, in, for some hot insight? No, no, no. Uh, uh, Claudia was on. Yeah, yeah, Claudia was on. We She's had Hispanic. a, we you're had not another. Only, you're not <laughs> the only Hispanic no, person. No, I we checked. Know. I checked the blogs, the Hispanics blogs, and they were all. Asking. <laughs> I didn't see. There wasn't an alert out. Um, Has anybody been uh, on that podcast yet? That's, what it, that's, the, that's how we read it. We read uh-huh. it. It's all in the. Yeah, I will say I was. Alex. Ca- I was kind of disappointed that uh, Eddie, like the or at least the actor that plays Eddie, is mm-hmm. not Hispanic. I don't know if he's supposed to be Hispanic. I think he could have gone. I think he could have gone either way in that. Yeah. When I saw him, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, he's kind of mm-hmm. ethnically ambiguous. He could be either side. Mm-hmm. Maybe he is. Maybe he's not. Mm-hmm. Whether he is or not, it's not right or wrong. You guys, yeah, I'm not judging him it, whether no. or not he is or is not Latino. Thank you for that disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to appreciate it. Well, uh, uh, up up to this point. Uh, the OC does not have a good reputation when it comes to diversity. No. Um, well, obviously. <laughs> Currently, the OC as a well, county doesn't have a very good track record yeah, when it comes to diversity. It's very accurate geographically. I don't know, yeah. you guys. You know Santa Ana? It's a real That's a real town in the OC. Uh, Costa Mesa. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Those are places there. that have, you know, some diversity. Have, Even uh, Anaheim. And also, the only other way they could have made Teresa more on the nose, like... <laughs> Latino <laughs> character is to name her Maria. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That like, was probably in the books at some point too. You, yeah, if you don't have, mm-hmm. if you ask any Mexican person, if hey, do you have somebody directly related to you named Teresa? If they say no, they're <laughs> lying about their ethnicity. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have two. Oh, oh when I God. saw it, it was like, oh, her name's Teresa and she's from Chino. I'm like, all right, okay. of course she is. <laughs> also, to speak to that point, uh, when Teresa goes to the Cohen's house and like Marissa and Ryan are playing video games, and Marissa's like, oh. I'm out. They so Teresa gets walked into the house by, by Rosa. Rosa. Yeah. I haven't seen Rosa in a while. It was, was like, crazy. I was like, wait, I, this has not happened before. And are they simply walking together because they're think, both Hispanic? That's weird. Do you think like Teresa was like the magic key to finding Rosa? Like Rosa's been, <laughs> oh been lost God. in the house for so long. And it's like. Oh she was Teresa uh, was the only one that spoke Espanol and could <laughs> find her. I will say for a fact, I can't speak to that, but as a half uh, Mexican person, I will say as a fact, walking into this house before they got to that room where they were playing video games, Teresa leaned in and was like, "Jeez, right?" And then <laughs> Rosa was like, "I know, I know." <laughs> How many rooms does this house have? Tell me about it. I could tell you for a fact. So. Throughout this entire episode, Marissa and Ryan desperately try to be, quote unquote, just friends. Can I ask for a timeline on that? Did they just break up like yes. an episode before? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What are they doing? I know. I mean, think about it. Teens. Teens. They're teens. A day I don't know is any like better. This six is their months. First, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, this might be, I mean, it's, I guess it's not their first rodeo, but it might be like their first like legit serious relationship because mm. I'm sure Marissa Dayton Luke wasn't that great, you know? Matt's got some thoughts on this. I had such a hard time with it because it was so stupid where Marissa's like, oh, uh, we'll be friends. Okay, great. Uh, do you want to hang out later? Oh, I can't. I have something to do. Just, that's it. Hang out tomorrow. Yeah. No, um. How about right after school? Okay, that's great. You know when he says that, like mm-hmm. her, Teresa and Marissa are gonna like cross paths. Mm-hmm. You know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. And I yelled at the TV. <laughs> I was so upset. Just say no. You'll see her tomorrow. I although the thing that made me more upset was when Marissa came to the house when they were having dinner and Teresa was there and she decided to stay and oh, eat. I, so weird. I, Why? If you will. What's wrong with you? I You're t- rich. You can buy any food anywhere. Yeah. Any time. Yeah. Uh, speaking on that. I'm starving. <laughs> oh my God, I'm starving. Can I, I sit here awkwardly? 
I took voice notes on this uh, thing, and um, too much to type. I have a note based on that moment. Oh my if God. you'd like to hear it, yes, we would please. love to hear this. Oh, hold on. oh, we have an aux cord. It's based on this is the first time because I I was writing notes down on paper, mm-hmm. and then this happened, and I I had to say something because I had to get my feelings out. Okay, this is them. This is when Marissa walks in. This is so stupid. Why would uh, Marissa just... Why is it always happening on the same day? And didn't that dude just come looking for Teresa like a second ago? <laughs> <sighs> this is too much drama. I can't... It is too much drama. <laughs> so, so, I love that you I was so, so frazzled. Like, like someone's grabbing your balls. I right? was so frazzled. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> oh, I could not. Oh, it was, it, but it's like a drug. I couldn't stop. Oh. I, I gotta keep watching. And oh. I love like Sandy totally feeds into the awkwardness. Yeah. What were you guys talking about? Oh. Uh, uh, food. What you know did what they were talking about? Seth goes. Love a good re- uh, revolving restaurant or whatever, and Sandy yeah. just goes, motion and digestion, unbeatable combination, and I died. Yeah, <laughs> so ridiculous. Slip that in there. Uh, uh, why don't you just roll on this one? I gotta, I yeah. got something. To, I got something to bring us in this next beat. Just keep rolling on this. You're gonna like this. Uh, I love those like just ridiculous throwaway lines that are just like if you're not pay- if you're not paying close attention they go out the window but if you're locked in it's just what a sweet tasty reward you get if you're paying attention. This is our introduction to the we the, the Mermaid Inn. Motel Mermaid Inn, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. which is great because there's a little mermaid on it. <laughs> and oh my God, just the the. The Julian Luke room Julian next Luke to room. She's, the Teresa room. So messed up. I watched the pilot. She's plowing Marissa's old boyfriend, right? Yeah. That's who that dude yep. is. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, my God. Who, Isn't it crazy? By the way, uh, in the first, I would say, how many episodes? In the first 12-ish episodes, he is like the typical jock, jerk, dick, asshole. Big and old then meanie. turns into the funniest best character yeah. ever he's fantastic <laughs> yeah he seemed like a real real desperate to spend time with her and she yeah. fends him off and then yeah. he comes back and uh and bit. we get our famous uh you're 18 yes i was line. just gonna say we get a disclaimer i, I have a clip of ah. this yes i would love to play yeah. because it's very funny and also legal <laughs> Uh, here we go. This place is awesome. It's not awesome. It's $79 a night. Uh, I got a motor. I don't want to be late for homeroom. You have homeroom? Right. Because you're in high school. And you're only 18. Got him. Nice. (laughs) So technically, did him and Marissa ever uh, get down? Oh, yeah. Because if so... Is she 18? Because it works the other way. Maybe I'll it was go to j- 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 jail for fucking you. But I guess jail bait baby cake, friends. It's true. We've all seen the We all saw the MTV movie from 2000, right? Which one? Jailbait. Oh nope, didn't watch it. Anyway, wasn't good. But um, yeah. I don't yeah, know. I think Hold, there's, there's, there's a little bit more of a problem with like a forty-year-old. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Let's pretend his birthday was after he had sex with Marissa and before he had sex with Julie. I bet. I <laughs> yep. out good timing. <laughs> exactly. And and now they're like, oh crap! Maybe Luke was just held back a few years. <laughs> but we got to make this legal. Yes. Uh, yeah. This, this whole this this whole thing is crazy. I love that they keep feeding into it. Uh, um, beautiful work on having them right next to Teresa's room. Yeah. There were a couple yeah. moments where I was really hoping when Teresa yeah. and oh. Marissa were talking that they would like hear something like through <laughs> the walls or something. Like even like uh, Teresa kind of makes a little bit of like a like a motion and an eyeballs to the wall, but I think it was more of just like I have to leave. I have to like mm-hmm. call Eddie. Like I- eyeball motion to the phone maybe yeah but I, I just it would have been so great if they just like even put in some sound effects or something and i'm surprised for as soapy as this episode was i thought for sure they're 
there's going to be a, mm-hmm. a chance meeting on that walkway there, and it never happens. Yeah. And I was I was very surprised because it seemed like that was that bound to happen. Also, we do get to see Julie starting to weirdly neglect her family life. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) crap. Your project. Your diorama. Oh, I'm too busy fucking. Uh, Yeah, I wonder how you answer that question. Like, why aren't aren't you at home? You don't have a job. Yeah. Yeah. What you doing? Which, yeah. Well, what time was it? Was it was that like? It was early in the morning. It was before homeroom. Time. Oh my god. It was yeah. always daytime. This whole episode, it's always daytime when people be plowing. That's so weird. That is strange. <laughs> yeah. I love too when Julie's calling Luke and she's like wearing sunglasses and this weird hat on, like as if she's trying to disguise herself oh, yeah. to hide from like calling him. D- don't you say my name out loud? <laughs> don't you say my name out loud? And also. This is a booty call. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Which is like just such a shoehorned in. Like we gotta get these adults to say yeah. booty call. We gotta we gotta really enforce that that bit that happened a second ago with <laughs> Caleb in the jeans. I oh loved that. God. That was perfect. That was perfect. I, I guess it was a booty call. <laughs> oh, what says. a dick! He's such a dick. Uh, uh, I don't know. He's uh, he he's, has a couple of redeeming qualities. He shows I don't know. he shows his he shows his little his little black heart. Yeah, his true in this colors. episode. This is tiny and yeah, he's like he's heart. he's getting a little bit more chummy with Sandy. Yeah, even though you know it's 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 more like for his sake, but still, he but really I'll... shit on him though when he was there. It seemed yes. like I need a favor. By the way, nice place. It sucks. Yeah, like, n- well, yeah. he's he's softening the blow. He's just putting a, a couple little digs in there. He can't he can't let Sandy know their biffs yet. Uh, but, but then uh... he asks he he insults the meatloaf and then goes, "Do you got any more? Do you got any meatloaf for me?" Ugh. I just hate the fact that he was like, hey, my daughter, uh, why don't you emotionally manipulate your husband into helping me? That's the part that I was like, okay, all right, you're a piece of trash. And also the fact that he's like, I'm protecting Kirsten by not telling her that this is happening, but now she's involved, so you have to fix it, Sandy. What? What's more jail time, really? Like, mm-hmm. the company taking a little bit of a hit because mm-hmm. they were involved in something? Or... Doing the dirty work for a union buster or this this grandpa with the baseball bat, supposedly. Uh, yeah. I love I love the moment that uh, Jimmy Cooper and Julie have together when she's happy. Yes. Yes. And so he's the, the there's a lot of so the undercurrent is clearly like everyone's having sex and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. is just completely alluding to it in every conversation that they have. And so like pretty much that conversation between Jimmy and Julie was like, oh, well, you're clearly getting some because you're happy because yes. that's the only thing that would make her happy. And then and then when she's like, well, no, Caleb and I are like, you know, not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. He's like, who would have thought you'd be happy being poor and alone? Uh, how about fuck you, Jimmy? <laughs> like you suck. You, you're you a piece of garbage. Yeah, he's, he's trying to get with Kirsten's sister. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. We don't see her in this episode, We don't though. see her in this episode. We saw her in the last episode. Didn't see her. Haley. 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 Yeah. Jimmy, I mean, Jimmy's just kind of a piece of... We've determined he's kind of a piece of trash regardless. Although, like... Because, yeah, she's like... Julie's like, you've been doing such a great job with, with Marissa. But, like, I, I haven't seen any of that. What is he, like, ordering pizza every night? Good job, Jimmy. Do they preface why they're at the school anyway? Like, why are they going oh, to the school Oh, parent-teacher conference. Because she shows up... Uh, she, Julie shows up at school and and she sees Luke and she's like, or he's like, oh, Miss Co- uh, Miss uh, Miss oh, Cooper. Yeah. He really blows it. He really blows it. Uh, I'll see you later. Well, both. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and then he goes to that door to open it and it's locked. Yeah. Oh, like, uh, <laughs> that was uh, so funny. I, I, I gotta go. <laughs> Do you think that was that was like a like like a cop to um the the George W. Bush thing when he couldn't open like the locked door, or whatever? Like was I that around know, the same time? But I hope so. That'd be funny if they would like if they made that. You know, as a as a thing. As a thing, I don't know. I, I really Maybe hope that's. So. I mean, people have probably tried to open locked doors before. <laughs> no, no, only yeah. George Bush. <laughs> uh, it was yeah. It was after his first, you know, end of the ooh, first. A term. clear homage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get into the the Ryan, Teresa, ooh. Marissa, like like shape, whatever that is. I just want to start off by oh. saying Ryan still doesn't have a cell phone. Yeah. It's 2004. You're I. Right. I had a cell phone in 2001, and I was not rich by any means. Yeah. This kid doesn't have a cell phone. Get him a fucking Grab cell phone. Seth's cell phone and goes, oh, 909 number. Like, because he doesn't have a cell phone. <laughs> That's yeah. for Teresa's me. calling is like, what? Yeah. 
No. Oh yeah, that one's for me. You don't know anyone in nine oh nine. You're not. You're not poor enough. If I was Cohen, I'd be like, hey, quit giving people my phone number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work for you. All right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so hilarious. Oh, great. Great. Um, also, yeah, when Seth walks in uh, with a phone and goes, um, it's, it's, uh, it's for you. It's Eddie. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. yeah, where are they getting these numbers from? I don't know. Is it, is this the day the phone the books? House, right? Yeah, Eddie calls the house. I'm not, I'm not sure how he got. Eddie calls the house and then hangs up right after he's, he's <laughs> yeah, not there. Yeah, he's Eddie's like, pissed. Well, <laughs> not only does he call the house, but real casual move of him just parking that El Camino right there in the goddamn driveway. <laughs> I, Side note, mm-hmm. that's a gated community, the pilot told me. Mm-hmm. So how is Eddie in that Camino <gasps> with that chin mustache beard? <laughs> How's he getting in there? I don't think so. He's not going to uh, surprise Ryan by being there. No. Listen, I was upset that they chose an El Camino. I thought that was a little bit a little bit bold. Of tell, the... us, tell us about the car choices, please. The culture of an El Camino yeah. is is very true to Southern California, particularly mm-hmm. in Latino neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And um, pretty on the nose. Yeah, I mean, they might as well have just given it a custom paint job mm-hmm. and hydraulics. Fringe. Oh. <laughs> Fringe on the window. <laughs> oh, right. oh, God. <laughs> oh my god! Oh boy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're gonna let these guys know he's not from around here. Yeah, you know, he probably, you know, just like how Teresa easily got in because she, you know, had that bond with Rosa. Maybe Eddie had something with a security guard at the at the gate. I gotta go. I gotta go check on a thing. It's a gated community, buddy. Come on, sick El Camino, Uh, man. Telenovela, you get it. uh, (laughs) Let me in. Yeah. Okay. First of all, I want to talk about how. Fucked up it is that Teresa was like, uh, I'm uh, like, I'm not going to tell you that uh, I was proposed to. <sighs> but can I before that, I want to play a clip of Seth breaking down uh, basically the entire situation. Uh, and then we can dive in wholeheartedly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Speaking from a recent personal experience, the triangle's uh, not a friendly shape. Okay, it's pointy. It's got sharp edges. Triangles hurt people, man. There is no triangle. Marissa and I aren't together, and Teresa's just here for work. Except for the fact that Marissa still obviously has feelings for you, and Teresa obviously has feelings for you. In fact, the only thing that's not obvious is how Ryan Atwood feels. I don't know. It's complicated. That's right. It is complicated. It's complicated by the fact that there's an Eddie, and this Eddie still obviously has feelings for Teresa. In fact, that would actually make this romantic triangle more of a romantic rhombus so what am i supposed to do that i don't know but i would do something soon otherwise someone's gonna get hurt judging from eddie's phone voice it's probably gonna be you what a couple great bros though yeah because ryan does the same thing for seth Mm -hmm. when he's juggling when he's juggling he doesn't have a rhombus it's just a triangle yeah yeah sharp edges yeah uh yeah i i it's real weird to me that Teresa decides, oh, I don't want to be with this guy, but it's okay, I'm going to stay with him, and then I'm going to go to the OC and try to get this other guy as well. She's a confused teen. It's just weird. Confused teen. That has to take a year (laughs) off so she can work to support her family. Oh, boy. Not only that, but uh, I got all this going on. I'm going to go ahead and drag Ryan into it. Exactly. Like, I'm going to drag this guy into a problem that True. he does not have anything to do with yes. right now. And she's just overcome. If she, if we're speaking to, she needs less problems in her life. She's just adding more. Oh, for sure. <laughs> also, you know, if we're talking about finances, $79 a night is a lot of money. Yes. Considering, yes. yeah. She, she's working in... in She's catering. catering. So she, she, she comes catering there on the weekend job. or is she there all week or what's the story? Like, well, so they allude to the fact that she just kind of moved out there and has mm-hmm. been working in Newport and is staying at the Mermaid Inn. $79 a night. Okay, I was a caterer. I would maybe make 100 a night, maybe. Mm-hmm. So she's clearing a solid $20 <laughs> per day. Per day yeah. if you cater every day, which you don't. Yeah. Hey, you know, you got to put some gas in the LeBaron too. Buy some big old hoop earrings. <laughs> financially, <laughs> uh, financially, yeah. this doesn't. This isn't a sound decision. No, no, yeah, and all of this to run away from her. She's a teen problems. in love. She's a she's a confused teen. It's so weird to me. 
And yeah, if she's trying to support her family, she's not making any money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what money are you making? Um, None. Equally as weird, though, Ryan buys into it at the end of the episode. <sighs> he's all, he, he's like he's got that long drive to think about, you know, the ultimatum Eddie gave him. Well, was it an ultimatum? I guess it was, Why yeah. didn't Eddie whip his ass when Ryan came to work? Yeah. Why didn't yeah. right? He's got a whole bunch of wrenches in there. That doesn't you know? make Just, any sense. Yeah. I'm a dude. I've been in this situation before. You have. I'd, really? I'd stomp this kid out. If I'm, if I got a girl, if I have a girl that I've proposed to, sure. she flies the coop. Suddenly, I see her again, and she's palling around with her ex boyfriend, and then the ex boyfriend doesn't like straight up. confess to me or confront worse at least apologize and be like hey man i don't know what's going on i'm so sorry she's doing yeah what are you doing you gotta you gotta i mean yeah not being too bro-y about it but at a certain point you gotta stand up for yourself and be like hey man i'm not putting up with this yeah you either need to cut it off and walk away and we never see each other again Mm -hmm. or i'm gonna punch you in the mouth a couple of times and we're gonna get this sorted out yeah but I mean, Fair. you know, they, they're hometown bros. So you like, I was actually kind of shocked Ryan didn't necessarily say anything, although he was pissed at Teresa because <laughs> they cut immediately yeah. to him, which rightfully so. Of course. I don't know. That that's a hard situation, I guess. Like, but I just think that her not saying anything like screwed up uh, several things. And that's something that I took from this that I didn't realize, or when it hit, it kind of hit me in a really strange way. Uh, watching this at college age, where I would have been. Ryan, I was, I could relate to him in that. Like, I had a bunch of different girls I was trying to date, and there was a bunch of ins and outs, and I could never, like, oh, I don't know, this person, blah, blah, blah. And seeing it as a college, from those eyes, I could look at it and be like, oh, you know, he has Marissa, he still has feelings for her, but oh, this Teresa's back, and there's still spark there, there's still something, oh, what's he gonna do? I don't know. I would go after Teresa because that's where you, it feels like that's where his heart is, you know, mm-hmm. and I thought that way, like, oh, yeah, this is. But then watching it as a 30-plus person again, I watched it, and the only thing I thought was, hey, man, she's engaged. You don't need any of this problem mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, like, you right. don't need nope. – who has time? Yeah. You could be watching television. Like, <laughs> this is – there's plenty of other women out there. If mm-hmm. it's not Marissa, you'll find someone else. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Don't stress out about this. Yeah. yeah. You do not need to get involved with a guy who will possibly hurt you. Yes. For a woman who's kind of making her own decisions, let her make those on her own. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. She has that right. Let her do it. Her and do you it. move on your own way. But Yeah, you don't have to save everybody. Also, speaking to that point of it not being Marissa, like, just like everybody in this episode just keeps screaming like, you were never friends <laughs> to begin with. Yeah. Like, yeah. you guys were not. Why are you trying so hard to be friends now when you were not friends to begin with ever? Like, at all. I think I think what I what I really enjoyed about the dynamic between Teresa and Ryan was just their banter. It was very Seth and Summery, almost. Yes. It was very quick-witted, which yes. we don't normally see with Ryan, because Ryan and Marissa's relationship was nothing like that. <laughs> nope. So it, it is kind of nice, because you're like, oh, like, I guess they are kind of peas in the, in the pod. Mm-hmm. So it, maybe it's more of like an Anna Seth like relationship. Yeah. Like that they kind of have, which is almost like you're, you're, you kind of for at least for a little bit, I was kind of rooting for like the Teresa Ryan thing. And then when we found out that they were engaged, it was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, knock, knock yeah, that, yeah. knock that out now. And you kind of get the idea that like Ryan's like, all right, you know, I'm going to drive two and a half hours to Chino and, you know, have this conversation with Eddie and then, mm-hmm. you know, have two and a half hours to think about it. Probably not playing music, <laughs> just sitting quietly listening yeah. to road noises. And then smooch and smooch at the end of the episode. Ugh. Oh, my God. Oh, that was Rough that, way to I end. truly laughed at that. I truly laughed at it because also she just like absentmindedly left the phone on the bed. Like, what are you what? Wouldn't she just naturally hang up if somebody was at the door? Uh, These Chino great. people need to get some cell phones. They do. Quick. And neither of them seemed too into the kiss. Like they kind of were, but mm. there was also many questions. Mm-hmm. So when it happened, it didn't really seem like they were into it. Mm-hmm. They're all in their own head about it. It's such a mistake. Yeah. And I, I screamed and I couldn't. <laughs> uh, I probably have another clip of that. Oh, uh, do you? Uh, Final thoughts. This show is way too dramatic, but yet I still want to watch it. I want to watch the pilot and kind of start from there to answer some questions. I don't know why Ryan lives with them. I don't know why this is. I I think I used to know, but I don't know anymore. I need it. I really... 
There's a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have you's here that need to get answered. Okay. <laughs> P.S. I just love that you uh, recorded your own audio clip. Yeah. That's uh, delightful. <laughs> That's pretty great. Like, like watching the OC is very therapeutic for me. I can't imagine being like totally strung out. I was literally putting together a thousand piece puzzle while I was watching this. <laughs> I, I watched this episode, the first half of it, while shining a pair of shoes. Ooh, okay. Wow. And then I, I and then had you to dropped those. I had to throw the cloth away and say, "All right." That's Someone talk about Eddie. Too much. Too much work. I just, I just, I haven't sighed so much in my life watching this show. It just keeps on cutting me in the, cutting me to the quick. That telenovela. That's, you're, you're in the you're in the show's clutches now, oh, baby. No turning back. All right. Well, I think we're good on we're good on that love rhombus. I think, right? The the only other notes was when Seth was literally explaining the like plot for the episode uh, when he was talking about the telenovela, uh, and they were all yeah. dropping their their little Spanish sayings. Yeah. Yeah. Ay Dios mío. Oh yes. Like, good Christ, you guys. All right. Whitest people in the OC. Yeah. <laughs> and not even because and you not. know. It's true. Uh, Cut to Rosa in the background, just going. Oh, Ay Dios mío. Come on. Come on. Oh, that would have been great if Sandy said. And then cut to Rosa going, just cut to Rosa vacuuming and then rolling her eyes alone. (laughs) These people. So Teresa and Marissa are talking and Teresa has this really heartfelt moment about like the, like when she was at church and used to see like the the picture of of Teresa or whatever. She's like, I thought it would be such a magical moment, you know, getting married, which I guess is like, yeah, like a legitimate thing. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, I guess that's just not how it is. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I guess you just got to get married to people when they ask you, right? Like, it's not. Uh, No. (laughs) Even like you're, it's not a shotgun wedding either. It's it's so dramatic. There's There's seven. Nothing at stake. Just relax. (laughs) Do it or don't. What's the problem? Anyway, let's get to um to Seth um and Summer. So uh, Summer and Anna. Okay, so Anna's still here. Well, that's, you that's know the gr- why? Ex-girlfriend with a pixie cut. Yes, that's Anna. Yes. yes. Okay. And you know why she's here? She's here once again, just as a plot device to act as the voice of reason. I'm tired. I love Anna, but I love you Anna. know. But here's here's a clip of her once again being like Seth. Come on. I'm a wise old sage. Exactly. <laughs> Hi. So, this is you and Summer being a couple? Mm-hmm. Ain't love grand? Yeah, I can really sense the bond. It's like your closeness. It's overwhelming. Oh, my gosh. Wait. Is it last fall already? Come on, Seth. She is totally ignoring you. No, she's not ignoring me. Summer just has her priorities in order. You know how she feels about charity. <laughs> So Summer's ignoring Seth. Well, it, it starts off with like, oh, now, like, apparently. So in the last episode, they have sex for the first time. Mm-hmm. And now, apparently, Ooh, Cohen wow. is like a total Casanova oh. after he had that pep talk with Sandy oh. uh, about foreplay. And now, apparently, he's just the greatest. The He's, he's God's gift to no Summer. Way. Not, not true. Like, yeah. Like, no like, it's they're, It's probably literally the third time they're fucking. And it's like, <laughs> oh, we... yeah. Like, I love Cohen between the sheets, but yeah. I can't. That's literally what she says, right? Uh, was she yes. was she dunking on dudes before this? Do we know that? No. Or are no, they first she timers was a together? First timers. Oh, so of course she's like, oh man, this guy's slaying me. Yeah. When in reality, <laughs> it's probably real awkward and lots of weird touching. I oh, mean, it sure. was. It was last episode. Well, it was I mean, like, but now when she's like, uh, "Oh, he's really, he's really nailing uh, it," I don't think he's just no. like hitting threes from all over the floor. No, he's I no Steph Curry. Yeah. No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, behind uh, the doors and in the sheets is what Summer says. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, maybe you can speak to this, Matt, since you 
said you related to Summer as far as like being popular and like upholding a certain image, but like she yeah, because clearly we weren't popular. No, I was like <laughs> image. I wore little boys' clothing in high school. <laughs> Anyways, I, I, and I only wore t-shirts and basketball shorts <laughs> when it was negative twenty degrees. Oh, you were that guy. I also had socks and Adidas sandals. Oh no. Yes. Oh, I was just a weird little cross-dresser who loved the clash. Anyways. Mm. Hoodies, um, anyone? Yeah. Loved hoodies. Um, but yeah, so uh, maybe you can enlighten us a little bit on, on Summer's need to uh, uphold this image that we clearly have no idea about. <laughs> What's it like to be cool? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 100% true. If everybody has seen Stranger Things. Yes. Um, I haven't. <laughs> Sorry. Well, there's... Looking at Summer and the other girl, who's she, Anna? Yeah. Uh, the girl that, that yeah. is the voice of reason? Yes. Yes, yeah. that's Anna. Summer and Anna. Uh, me in high school would have dated Summer because she was popular and it made sense. Mm. But deep down inside, I should be dating Anna because it's the person I want to be with. Mm. And that is like the story of everybody in high school. I feel like in that upper clique where everybody... Everybody pretends that it's great no matter what you have. It's mm-hmm. great that you're this or this other thing. But then ugh, you don't you don't like it. But because you're a teen, you don't know any better. And mm-hmm. you just you cling to it. And it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I spent most of my high school experience doing cool things and being cool and being miserable for it. Oh. And, not, and there was a case in point. There was a, this group of nerds that were really funny they all played video games at this kid's house they would play video games on friday nights his mom would buy pizza and all kinds of stuff and one time he invited me over and was like hey man you want to come we're gonna play uh, this game all these guys are coming and in my heart of hearts i was like oh my god absolutely but then i thought oh i can't i have to after school i'm going to this girl's house and all the other girls are going to be there and then afterwards we're going to the game Ugh. And oh. so I would do that and be miserable and it was <sighs> fine. And oh, I was no. dating like the hottest girl, quote unquote, in school and doing all that stuff. But it was boring. And then one time I, this kid like really was hitting me and it was like, you should come. It's going to be really fun. So I was like, all right, fine. I'll go. Went over to this kid's house. It was so much fun. These guys <laughs> were playing uh, oh, Nintendo 64. That's amazing. Their mom kept bringing pizza in, and it was like a weird, so cliche. Him and me were friends in junior high when I was more of a nerd. Mm-hmm. And then when I got, quote, popular, I didn't see, you know, I didn't hang out as much because I was mm-hmm. hanging out with the popular kids. His mom was so nice to me. Like, oh, so nice to see you at the house again. Come on, Aww. they're downstairs. Sodas are just flying in, like <laughs> pizza. Phew cookies everything is happening and me thinking oh this is the best and then i went to the game later and my friends all said hey why weren't you uh over at the house why weren't you hanging out everybody was over there like oh i i was uh over at this other guy's place and all of my friends it was a record scratch and everyone was like (laughs) what what do you mean what why uh, it was really fun we were playing video games and eating pizza and who, who who was there? And I told them, I listed off all these nerds <laughs> and my friends could not believe it. But I will say I was proud of myself because at that moment I was like, no way. It was so much fun. What would we have done? We'd have done this. We'd have driven around and we'd have, that was it. Nothing. Oh my God. So seeing this summer Cohen situation, yeah. I totally understand. And I sympathize with her so much because I think, but you're doing the right thing. Go after this kid you actually like mm-hmm. as opposed to hanging out with these other guys that clearly she doesn't enjoy outside of being flirty. Which, by the way, how weird was it that the water polo guy was just like, hey, we're basically looking for a girl oh, to kiss a bunch of dudes. And then while at the kissing booth, he's just sitting there watching her kiss dude after dude. He didn't look well. Ugh. I was worried about him. Like like someone needed to get him an IV or something. <laughs> I kind of know. Uh, Why is this kid popular? Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> he didn't look good. No, he didn't. <laughs> like, maybe he's popular because he only has a few months left. 
Oh my, oh my god! Oh boy! Um, uh, but yeah, that was just so weird and sleazy. And like, I, I understand because like she wants, she has to like her whatever role to play in this like you know shitty high school hierarchy. But like, she just agreed to like kiss a bunch of strange dudes straight up, no hesitation, no sure. hesitation. Didn't but it's that, it's that pressure uh, of being popular, right? Yeah, but even still, that's just such a weird... It's weird. I guess because I wasn't ever popular, um, I just remember like watching Say by the Bell mm-hmm. and thinking like that that was just the life of all popular people. It was always drama about relationships mm-hmm. and smooching that's and true. like that's everything. I'm so like, excited. Like, and, then, and then at least from the, from the reality perspective, it was like they were also doing like tons of drugs and drinking all the time mm-hmm. and like, you know, their parents were buying them Camaros and stuff. And I was mm-hmm. just like, oh. It's kind of cool. But then the rest of my friends are all bringing their literal desktop computers to the basement of my best friend's house and, like, being nerds and staying up all night and yeah. eating pizza and drinking tons of cola. <laughs> cola. Various colas. And actually yeah. having fun and not yeah. Oh, my God. Playing not GTA 1. to have fun. Yeah. Playing GTA 1 where it was just an aerial view. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was, like, little ants, like, shooting little ants on, uh, you know. It was great. It was Those great, kids you guys. I wish they could have shot little ants. Mm. But you did, I though. Did. You had you got the best of both worlds. I did. I strangely was able to bridge them early enough, mm. probably like the second half of my junior year, that it kind of started happening. And then I was, I did a, I think, I feel, I'm proud of myself that I did a pretty good job of hanging out with like the cool kids when I wanted to, but then also sticking up for the other other crowd and kind of making sure they stayed in the loop and trying to make sure that they knew that I'm not just friends with you when no one's looking Mm. because that's a shitty feeling. Which is what Summer's doing. I wouldn't want that. So Anna comes back from the home of the Steelers. She lays down truths to to Seth about their uh, non-lationship. And, uh, oh, so... This I appreciated. Uh, Seth and Summer are back at um, her place, and Seth is like, hey, so why are you just ignoring me at school? And I'm like, good for you, Mm -hmm. asking the right questions, Mm -hmm. getting down to business. And then she just gives them some crazy runaround. Real bullshit answer. Real bullshit answer of like... What like uh, like we said in the opening, you know, this week we're the hottest couple, but like how many like more mistakes can they make before it's, it goes out the window? Like, what are you talking about? But she does she doesn't mention that to him originally. Yeah, right? she does. That was her. Yeah, that was yeah. her original. Was it? Yeah, yeah, that was her original. She thing. gets real with Anna later. She gets real with Anna. Yeah, yeah, yes. that's what I thought. But yeah. no, but she wasn't mm-hmm. like. She wasn't like, oh, well, I, I feel like like we're totally going to break up. Well, no, she doesn't say that, but she just like basically makes an analogy of, from, of them to like celebrity couples. And then Seth is like, uh, you mean us, the nobodies that live in this universe? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, <laughs> why oh, would we ever that, matter? I guess I didn't make that connection. Yeah, Sorry. but it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Um, but yeah, at the end, Summer comes out and she's like, I... I feel I'm afraid that he's just going to drop me because he's smart and funny and cares about stuff. And I'm just uh, I have terrible self-esteem. And, ev- and it happens. Everybody gets bored with me is what she said. Yes. And it broke my heart. Yes. It really did. I felt for her so much and I wanted to give her a hug. But it, w- yeah. it, but it, it's, it was really I, I put I put th- three crying faces Aww. next to it. Oh, man. It yeah, was so. it's deservedly so very sad. But also like to me, it's just her being harsh and hard on herself because like. I love Summer. Like, I love Summer and, like, the the character that she grows into. Like, we've seen it. We've still we've still seen her grow from the beginning mm-hmm. of the show into, like, a funny, like, no, I don't, I don't take any bullshit sort of lady. And she's awesome. I love Summer. Yeah. Even now, even though she's, like, you know, agreeing to kiss a bunch of strangers for $10 a pop. 
for the water polo team. The popularity that's doing it for her, you yeah, know? She's yeah. really got that low self-esteem. Like she's a cool person who's like needs to get past a couple things. Mainline in that attention. Mm-hmm. She's gotta have it. Yeah. I yeah. do I do remember seeing this episode when Seth stands on the on the counter and, yes. and professes his love and <clears throat> yes. is like, get up here, otherwise you're losing me kind of thing. And yeah. it's, that's yes. just one of those Baller. great, yes. one of those greatest moments, like just like, oh, I wish, like I wish that could happen like right now. It's, as like a 19 year old watching the show being like, so cool and what a cool badass i want to be seth cohen right now oh for sure also but i appreciated how it was grounded with him being like okay so it's like, like it's a little bit high up here <laughs> yeah like, it was it was still Whoa! like in his in it was his great world. and they were yes. like they were like oh you're dating this emo kid He's yeah like, yes yes i am emo yeah, yeah. i listen to emo music for sure perfect <laughs> all right no no get get an iv sickly boy yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I'll say it again. Love that Seth Cohen. It felt real good to see him up there. Oh yeah, it, it felt great. And then she went with it. Yeah. And then the aftermath of all the dudes like, leaving, this is dumb. <laughs> and then all the girls looking up at him. Uh, yeah. Which is true. True. Like <laughs> all yes. my life, I've been a cool. Like I've, ha- I've dealt with this stupid high school stuff of being like, oh, I'm so cool. I can't ever show my feelings. Blah blah blah. And doing so, like some girls think you're pretty neat. Like, oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> the second that I stopped caring and I'm like, oh, I care about sensitive shit and mm-hmm. I have feelings. And, oh, I, you know, I can't hang out because I'm too busy, like, trying to help these other people. Suddenly, every girl suddenly is much more interested in talking to me. And I mm-hmm. thought, oh, so this whole time, <laughs> this could have been much easier if I just was, I just been myself. Yeah. And, like, this scene encapsulates that feeling so much of oh look just be yourself and do what you feel is the right thing for you and yeah. you're probably gonna end up on the the right side of things totally oh totally that's oh, nice it's great a hundred percent agree with that um what else oh and then oh, the one thing about this that was odd is that anna was just like staring from the yeah. side like she, you're just like mr. all right she was mr miyagi <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> Give him the nods yes. when he, Finally, when I he can makes leave the soon. move. I can. Yeah. <laughs> All right. but like, My work here is done. To be fair, uh, slightly sad uh, Mr. Miyagi nod because she's like, oh, well, they're going to be Game together over. now. But, yeah. you know, they kind of plant the seed that she's going to be leaving soon because she's like, it was just so nice to see, like, my family and friends. Yeah. And, like, how, yeah. like, it's just like, I almost forgot how much I missed it kind of yeah. thing. You know, yeah. just because she's on, like, a, you know, a trial period here in California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she still has the option to go back to Pittsburgh. Wilt's, yeah. Wilt's talking about Summer and Cohen. I loved the sex embargo and then all the dialogue about her or the sex strike his sex drive yes! was all the dialogue about her breaking uh, crossing lines and then yes. the scab joke please don't say scab yeah like but all those mm-hmm. all the the verbiage there everything yep. was really good like smart vernacular used to describe it oh it was brilliant very funny so funny yeah so which is funny. like why, why would summer think that she's not smart to be able to keep up with a conversation yeah, like that like yeah. killing it also i do love that seth kind of gets a little bit su- summary like he adopts some summarisms when he's like in the Cohen kitchen when he's talking to Ryan, he refers to them as Seth Utmer. Oh, yeah. He's, like, getting that celebrity, you know, famous people talk from her, and she's getting, like, the playing Galaga in the last episode from him. Like, you start to see a little bit of crossover, and it's nice. Um, also, Anna plays Mrs. Pac-Man in this episode, which is Good for pretty her. cute. She does. She takes her she takes her eyes off the screen several times for a little bit too long, and then goes back like it didn't just restart. You're like, come on. Also, they have arcades at this freaking high school. What? It's pretty cool. I still love that. Anyways, um, Um, yeah. They allow a kissing booth, apparently. apparently. What school is this? Very inappropriate. Nothing good. Nothing good can come from that. They're proactive with the parent-teacher conferences, not so much with the uh, you know the sex ed part. Um, Can we talk about that for just a second? Because when Summer and Cohen are balling, balling is what we call fucking. in the 60s sure. uh, uh when they are balling each other again it's always during the day yeah are they not afraid the parents are going to walk in if the parents walk in are they like whatever like, i don't understand why everybody how everybody's hooking up during the day parents I, are at I, work I, I, parents are at work but also Still. 
Also, last episode, Seth and your favorite character, Sandy Cohen, had a sex talk in which not only did Sandy ask Seth who he was having sex with, but also was like making weird comments about being virile men and you're my son and appetizers better than the main course appetizers (laughs) foreplay talk we we cohen men are sexual beings it was weird he's sandy cohen he's from the east coast (laughs) come over here get a bagel hang on watch the yankees Ah. oh man a cool guy so so ridiculous Cool. Shall we get into some shameless enjoyments? Yes. <laughs> I can go. I got a hot streak going right now. Great. Again, per everything I said before, I've been too cool and too tough of a masculine man to ever admit I liked cute things or anything <laughs> that would warm my heart. My sure. cold, cold black heart. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you got to get at me with them compact dogs. I am just, I am waist, I am waist deep right now in French bulldogs and pug dogs. Uh, I love them both. Mm-hmm. How? How are you waist deep? You with follow them? me around for 20 minutes, you will see three French bulldogs. They're everywhere. They're everywhere around me. Anytime I go outside, they just show up. There's a pug dog being walked. There's a there's a blonde French bulldog, a brindle French bulldog. A blonde. <laughs> uh, I want to get a French bulldog. I don't even want to say this because I don't want anybody to steal it. But I want to get a French bulldog that's brindle, and I want to name him Marlon Brindle. <gasps> oh, perfect. Um, I love brindle coats. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Where where and when do you? Walk, what, what's this happening? I downtown. Wanna, I want to go to downtown two days ago. Two two black pugs. Uh, downtown. I feel like I've never seen a dog downtown. They live downtown. Oh, they're everywhere. There's no grass downtown. Um, they're everywhere. We have a kinship, a bond. I look at them. They look at me, and I say, "Can I put your pug?" Uh, well, by that time it's too late. I'm already in there. I'm a farm boy. <laughs> Dogs and I. We have a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just in it. I love them. I want to put my face. On their face, oh. <laughs> I want to smell their head. I want to, <laughs> I want to nibble on their ears. Oh. I love them. I oh. love them. I love them. Oh boy. Um. Oh, mine's really quick. Tell us. Uh, very easy. I'm gonna go. Uh, I, I'm kind of late to the party, uh, but I've just been listening to uh, Coloring Book by Chance the Rapper on oh repeat God. over and over and over and over so and over again. Good. I mean, I know it. You know, it came out a, a bunch of a bunch of time ago, but uh, that long ago. I mean, but in in like millennial terms, it's like old. It's like old news already now. (laughs) I feel like, Um, but it's great. It's fantastic. I sing along to it all the time. Uh, I want to be a rapper, and uh, I recently found out today that the cover, who was painted by a Chicago artist, is just of him looking down, and it's cropped about like um, like where middle middle chest crop and uh what you don't see is um the the painting was originally based on a photo of him looking down at his little daughter baby daughter and that's how they captured that his like just gentle sweet great expression on the cover um which warmed my heart and made me want to listen to it even more i love that and yeah have you seen this Kit Kat commercial yes didn't you re regram that? Yeah, like yeah. immediately yeah, upon yeah. it being posted. Uh, he's great. He's probably the coolest man on the planet. He is. Um, hands down. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm like, I love a lot of people, but, you know, everybody's great and special in their own way. So this week, it's Chance the Rapper, everybody. Woo! Forever <laughs> and forever will be. And forever will be. Uh, speaking of Chicago people, uh, mm-hmm. as, as many of you know, the Chicago Cubs are advancing you know, yes. very closely to the finals. Now, I think they, they actually might have lost tonight. We, oh. I think they the game ended while we were in here recording. So sorry, I haven't been checking, but I'd rather, you you know, be upset later. I'm actually a, a Chicago White Sox fan. Yes. But yes. South Side. The bad boys. Yes. I'm, I'm a real bad boy, <laughs> as, as Chance the Rapper is. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I, I like I'm excited for my city. Like I lived in Wrigleyville for like you know a, a very long time, so I you know definitely vicariously enjoyed some cub cubbage for a while. <laughs> um, my my guilty pleasure though um, right now is is Javi Baez. Have you, do do you guys know Javi 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 plays for the Chicago Cubs? Oh, cool. He is he's a beautiful beautiful man. You, what how do you spell seen, uh, Javier? 
Oh, Javier. 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 Um, B-A-E-Z? Yes. Um, he's 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 an amazing player. He um, like has pretty much like saved the team on many occasions throughout the playoffs um, and is just a very charismatic mm-hmm. guy. There's even there, there's a, a video that's been going around viral where he like um, fumbled with like a mint or like a starburst or something <laughs> like uh, like for almost a good 10 seconds and knew there was like a camera on him and like kind of winked at the camera and he's just like such a great man although Aww. I did uh, every interview that I have seen with him mm-hmm. he is like just every answer is like well my, my dream is baseball and I only do baseball and like I love Miami <laughs> well listen I just pulled up a picture of him and it says Cubs Javier Baez driven by memory of sister oh so he plays baseball for his sister he's he, he's he's a sweet man he seems like he's, a very sweet he's, man he's great i love him he's my guilty my my guilty shameless pleasure oh i love sports you guys javi's great well thank you so much matt for joining us today of course. um fun. thank is, you for having me yeah absolutely um i'm sure we'll have you on season two since you'll be watching the Hell show yeah, um where can people follow you on the internet um how uh, many things can they follow you for too many <laughs> <laughs> excellent uh you can follow me on instagram um uh, at trench broom is my account mm-hmm. uh please check out at fake yoga it's real silly uh you might <laughs> enjoy it mm-hmm. uh, otherwise uh you can find me on twitter at that matt moore or here it gets confusing uh at the great Ooh. that's not confusing at all there's a that <laughs> so many get all the you articles you guys got in your there. work cut out for you <laughs> get in there get have in some there. fun see the same content <laughs> Reblogged and reposted. Um, Love it. Uh, well, you guys can follow us at uh, at Brock Pod on both Instagram and Twitter um, if you want to. Also, um, you know, as if you're not totally overwhelmed by looking up all of these different social medias, <laughs> uh, follow a Nerdist School Network on, yes. on the Instagram, uh, you know, and all that good stuff because it's blowing up. It's blowing up with all of our great podcast it goodness really as well as everyone else that we're on the network with. So. Yes. It's fantastic. Get at it. Get at it. Thank you guys again for joining us. And we'll see you again next week um, for, for season one, episode, episode 21. 21 the, the Goodbye, goodbye Girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yay bye.